A male Karen tries to get my dogs taken away from me so they'll be put down and get me evicted so I become homeless and have to live in a cardboard box with my mom. So because of that, I had to get the ultimate revenge. This is how I do it. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube and hit the bell to turn on notifications and follow the podcast. Years ago, my mother and I had just moved to a new dog-friendly apartment complex. We had two dogs. One of them was a Bashan Shih Tzu and the other was a Terrier Poodle Mix. Because of them, we were excited for the community dog park right next to our building. Also to know, our building was filled with dog owners, each with dogs ranging from small to huge. Our apartment was on the first floor in the back of the building, all the way in the corner. It was a nice private area for us with how the apartments were situated. Since one of our dogs is a terrier, he can get a bit barky when we are not home. Though when we are home, we have a clicker to get his attention, which he has been trained to stop barking and come to whoever has a clicker. Due to our work hours, I was usually home in the morning and my mom was home in the afternoon, leaving him alone for a few hours during the day. After a month of moving to our new apartment, we received a note on our door. It was from one of our neighbors. It stated, Dear neighbor, I understand that you are new to this complex, but it is rude to allow your dog to bark. It's ruining my sleep before I go to work and my job is extremely important. I don't care how you do it, but shut your dog up. (laughs) My mom turned in the note right away to the leasing office as she wasn't sure what to do with it. That's when the office told us not to worry because he had done this to every dog owner in the building. They did ask us to see if we can find ways to calm them down when we were not home. So we did. We found out that the kids of the neighborhood liked playing with the power station outside of our apartment and this is who he had been barking at. So we closed off that area for him when we went out and no one was home. We started playing calming music as a way to help as well. Another week goes by and this time we hear a knock at the door. We go outside and we meet our angry neighbor. He explains that our dog has kept him up every day and woke him up with his hours of barking. Both of us had been home that day and our dog had been a good boy and had not been excessively barking. I still remember what he told us when I explained that. I know what I heard. If you can't control your dog, then I'm gonna call animal control and have them both take it from you. I did it before and I'm doing it again. I got no problem getting rid of your dogs too. Then I'll get you kicked out for not following when y'all lease. And I can do that, cause I'm very rich, and the apartment needs my money, so do something to shut your dogs up, or else. After that, and my mom apologizing for what had happened, we went back inside. A few moments later, I walked out to get the mail and discovered from another neighbor that he had gone to three other apartments and made similar threats. After some convincing, my mom told the apartment what had happened. We were told not to worry, and that if he did that again, to please contact them. We also found out that the apartment had offered him an apartment away from the dogs, but he had declined since the dogs were the problem and not him. However, with what he had done, my mom began to show signs of anxiety and bought a lemon spray bark collar for our dog. While I don't like this idea, it had put her at ease to go outside our apartment. We did make sure to only put it on him when we both were not home. A month went by peacefully, then once again we get a knock on the door. This time, it was animal control. They had gotten an anonymous report of a dog being abused and neglected in our home. They explained that someone had said our dogs were barking because of neglect. My mom invited the animal control lady inside and explained the situation. We showed her everything we could to prevent our dogs from being taken away. The nice lady noticed how playful and happy our dogs were and figured it was another false call. 
She explained that they had gotten a few of those from an anonymous concerned neighbor for other apartments in this building. The animal control lady left, telling us that if they threaten again to try and get it on record. This event had turned my mom into a paranoid person who became afraid to leave the house, thinking that if she did, she would lose her pups. Normally, I am the calmest person in my family, never really letting anyone get to me, but this neighbor had did this to hurt us. So I did my research and discovered a few things that could legally help us. With new information on certain laws and leasing terms, I formed a plan. During a weekend that my mom was visiting my aunt in a different state, I began my plan. I started by printing out a few things and then sat outside with my phone and a speaker. I began to play a video of a dog barking really loud. I had figured out which apartment was his thanks to a few neighbors who were tired of being harassed. I sat there looking across the courtyard to where his apartment was. I waited with a huge smile on my face and as I hoped for, he stormed out and headed over to where I was. I turned off my video and turned on my recorder without him noticing. His face is red with anger and he looks at me sitting there with a smile. Uh, I'm sorry. How can I help you? I ask him. If you, I told you what I would do to your family if you didn't stop your dumb mud from ruining my sleep. Now I'm going to get a chance to get them taken from you and get you kicked out for not doing as I said. I gave you a chance. I hope they take your dogs. They are killed and you and your mama live outside in a cardboard box i gave him a fake oh dear look and said so you're saying that i am not allowed to make loud noises including my dogs barking between the hours of 7 a.m and 11 p.m and i went against the law by doing so you know you did and you are telling me this from my front porch at 2 p.m in the afternoon this won't be your porch once i tell the leasing office oh no this is a very serious threat for my dogs and my family isn't it If yes, it is. I gave him a huge smile and turned off my recorder from my phone. The neighbor is confused and now I ask him to have a seat. I have a few things to show him. I pull out my papers and hand him the first one. It was the county's noise ordinance laws. In our county, a dog's bark was considered the same amount of sound as a loud appliance so they can bark between the hours of 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Before he could talk, I pulled out another paper. This one states that it is against the leasing terms to threaten another neighbor and after one warning, the apartment complex had the right to revoke their lease. He looked at me with an understanding of what he had done now. I silenced him and pull out one last paper. This one was another leasing term that I found. This face after reading this one made him turn white. This last one talked about how it was a complete violation of leasing terms to go to another renter's property and threaten them on their property. This includes the renter's outdoor area. Those found guilty of this violation will have their lease revoked immediately and be forced to leave the apartment within a set time. The scared look on his face was priceless as I silently got up and walked back into my apartment. After he finally left, I called my leasing office and explained what had just happened and agreed to email the recording to them right away. A week later, my mom came home with some news that she had learned from the leasing office. The man had been evicted from his apartment and would be leaving later that week. I found out that my actions had caused the other dog owners of the building to come forward and admit what he had been doing to all of them. After that, there was never another complaint and I threw away the lemon spray collar. My mom still gets anxiety attacks every once in a while, but has been getting help to ease those worries. As for me, I don't regret what I did. I just feel bad that it had to come to this. Am I the jerk? 
for getting this type of revenge on my neighbor. In this story, I can't believe that the male Karen actually says he's going to try and get the dogs taken away from the OP and the OP's mom and have them put down and have them both live in a cardboard box once they're evicted. I mean, this is such a heartless person. And the fact that he's going around and telling this to all the neighbors, not just the OP's family, makes it seem like there's really something unhinged about this guy. The part where the OP said that they were both home the entire day and the dog was being a good boy and wasn't even barking at all, but yet he came over and started knocking on the door to berate them, makes me think that maybe he heard somebody else's dog and just couldn't tell exactly where the noise is coming from and just went over there. But why would this guy even live in some place that is advertised as being an extremely dog-friendly complex that has a dog park next to it? Of course, it's going to attract people that have dogs to be living in all edges of you, surrounding you from every direction. I'm surprised that once the OP did do the reveal that he didn't try and retaliate or do something else to try and overcome that because it seemed like his personality was very argumentative. But then once all the cards were laid on the table from the OP, he kind of just stopped. And maybe that is because he thought that if he was just chilled out that the OP wouldn't do anything. But the OP did pretty much immediately. Went back to the apartment, gave the recording to the management of the apartment complex, and then he ended up being evicted anyway. So maybe he just thought that the OP wouldn't do it if he just chilled out. This guy did seem incredibly heartless, especially with the way that he thought about the dog, like it was just some sort of object, not a living thing that you can just toss out or dispose of. So let me know what you would do if you're in this situation and jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for asking that my daughter not share a room with a special needs kid? I'm a 35-year-old female and I have four kids, a 10-year-old daughter, a 6-year-old son, a 4-year-old daughter, and a 1-year-old daughter. Our eldest, Izzy, is 10 years old. She is a doll. My son, Luke, has autism and ADHD and while lovable, can be a bit of a handful of times. Therefore, Izzy is witness to both the fun and not-so-fun parts of neurodiversity and has developed saintly patience and a knack for helping special needs kids with a sense of maturity beyond her years. Particularly notable is her kindness with Maisie, a girl in her class with autism and severe anxiety, which has worsened as a result of the tumult of the last few years. Izzy's help to Maisie has been brought to my attention before, and I am a super proud mama. Next weekend, school are taking my daughter's class on a trip, and on Thursday, Izzy's teacher asked her to be in a room with Maisie, saying it would make Maisie happy. Maisie has intense separation anxiety and has never been away from home before, but framing it as a choice. Always obedient and wanting to do good by her teachers, Izzy agreed but came home crying, saying that she didn't want to be with Maisie because she wanted a break from having to be stressed so others can be happy. This made my heart break. And I know more than anyone that my daughter deserves a chance to be a kid, as in all the lockdowns. She didn't have her usual outlets of sports clubs and had to spend a lot of time with a cranky Luke whose routine had been destroyed and a toddler who was very excited to have her big sis at home. While my husband and I always try to do one-to-one activities, it admittedly got harder once his furlough ended and I unexpectedly got pregnant with our youngest. Luke also found the baby difficult sensory-wise. So, whichever parent wasn't tending to the baby often had to be elsewhere with Luke, meaning not as much attention on Izzy as we would have liked. I also feel so bad that my daughter has had a rough ride and frankly, I want to give her a chance to be a little girl instead of an adult. I contacted her teacher who was aware of the situation with Luke who agreed that letting Izzy have a break would be a good thing. Today, the school spoke to Maisie's mom informing her of Maisie's room on the trip. I know the girls in the room and they are lovely but she was clearly unhappy. She asked me to ask Izzy again. When I said that it was her 
her choice and I have to respect it. She sent a tirade on how I was bringing Izzy up to be intolerant, how Maisie will feel that Izzy has abandoned her, and how would I feel if it was my son. She is now considering pulling Maisie out of the trip as she feels she would not cope with her separation anxiety without Izzy. My husband thinks that it is the school and Maisie's mom's job, not Izzy's to accommodate her, but her comments are ringing in my head. After all, I am not just Izzy's mom, but also Luke's, and as much as I worry about her missing out, I worry about him being isolated too. I know exactly how Maisie's mom feels and how much it sucks, yet am not doing the one thing to alleviate her pain. So, am I the jerk for asking my daughter not to share a room with a special needs kid? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The daughter here has already clearly expressed what she does and does not want to happen. There is no ambiguity and just because she was helping somebody in the past doesn't mean that she's eternally bound to continuing to help someone, especially if it gets her to the point where she's coming home and crying, saying that she doesn't want to be stressed out instead of having fun. It sounds like that type of responsibility at that young of an age is probably taking a toll on her, especially when she's already having to deal with it to a degree with her brother. She just wants some time to have fun without having to worry about anything and I don't think that's too much to ask at all. She's a kid. Someone brought up a good point in the post where it says, I know exactly how Maisie's mom feels and how much it sucks yet not doing the one thing to alleviate her pain. To which the top response said, the thing is, you wouldn't be the one doing the thing that would help Maisie. Izzy would and she wants a break. In my opinion you did the right thing. But what do you think? Do you think she did do the right thing here or not? Jerk or not, let me know down below. Am I the jerk for ruining my brother's date night and having him come pick up his three-year-old son after he dropped him off in my house right before my shift. I'm a 32-year-old male and I have a 30-year-old brother, Kevin, who is a single dad to a three-year-old. Kevin lives in the same city as me and we don't have any family of relatives here, just a few friends. Kevin has had a habit of dumping his kid on me at random times to watch while he goes on dates with women. So far, he's gone out for four dates while expecting me to watch my nephew. It's bothered me because I have work commitments, I'm a nurse, and my schedule can be unpredictable. So he caused me issues at work for dropping his kid off at my house without telling me first. Last week, he did it again. He came over at 6 p.m. and entered my house with my nephew, he has a spare key, while I was showering and left the house immediately. I got out of the shower and was shocked to see my nephew standing there alone. I asked where his dad was and he said he just left. I knew he wanted me to watch my nephew. I called him several times on the phone and he did not pick up. I was so mad and almost freaking out because I was getting late for my shift. I sent him a text telling him to come pick up his son right now or I call the cops for child abandonment. He texted back begging that I suck it up just this time because he had an important date and couldn't leave in the middle of it. I told him that I was serious, that I'd do it and I gave him 10 minutes to get home. He got home looking pissed and started yelling at me for ruining his date and making him leave in the middle of it. 
Just because I couldn't bother to skip one shift to watch my nephew, I told him I never agreed to watch his son and he made me do it. He said it was an emergency which made me laugh because calling a date night an emergency is just absurd. Long story short, he left with my nephew but hasn't stopped blaming me for spoiling his date and probably causing damage to the relationship between him and his potential girlfriend. It's been a week and he's still salty about it, demanding I make it up to him and call his date and lie to her and tell her some sob story about why he had to leave like that, but I said I won't do that. So, am I the jerk for ruining my brother's date night and having him come pick up his three-year-old son after he dropped him off at my house right before my shift? Calling the date an emergency is kind of hilarious. It makes me think that the brother didn't tell the date that he has a kid or doesn't want the date to know that he has a kid for some reason, which is why he's trying to get the OP to make up some lie about some kind of thing that's much more crazy than just saying, I have a kid. I got the responsibility. I got to go. It's crazy that he doesn't tell the OP that he's going to drop off his kid. He just takes his spare key, opens the door and leaves a child there. The brother has got to know that since the OP is a nurse, he has his own hours and he can't really just not show up for a shift like with most jobs. So if this was your brother and he was dropping off the kid like that all the time at your place, what would you do and jerk or not a jerk and why?